sun's about to set You see it on the way Comes approaching death Looking for his payment Well let him come, let him go, let him stay And let him change The moon's out by too soon And the storms Destroyed all that you knew You're praying for something new Instead All you got were monsoons Well let them come Let them go Let them stay And let them change 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 your day mm. Let them come Let them go Let them stay And let them change The sun is coming up mm. You see it on the way The storm's about to set hmm. And the clouds, they start to dissipate Ooh. Let them come, let them go Let them stay And let them change Let them change, let them change Let them change Ooh. Let your day change Let them come, let them go, let them stay, and let them change. That's Toronto singer-songwriter and social activist Dwayne Forrest with the song Changes live in the studio for Folk Roots Radio. Dwayne describes his passions as music, travel, language, but most importantly, love. And his music weaves bossa nova, jazz, and soul together to produce a laid-back sound that suggests a mix of Jack Johnson, Bob Marley, Joao Gilberto, and Nat King Cole. His latest album, The Climb, was released in 2017. He's already played a new song for us, so he's obviously working on new material, and he's live in the studio with us today. How are you, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. You know, it's good. I was doing all my preparation uh, in readiness for this interview, and I got to watch a great video that you recorded down in Honduras. We're going to talk about the very cool Genesis program okay. that you've been working on down there. But before we get to that, you're new on our radar. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us a little bit about your music. How did you get started in music? Wow. Um, <clears throat> well, it's actually, that's kind of tied into my Genesis story a bit. My, my parents, uh, you know, I grew up listening to to old, like, folk reggae, you know, Jamaican reggae and and all the good stuff back then. Um, but I actually grew up, uh, I really, when I was really young, I started listening to um, jazz radio, jazz FM. None of the kids, none of the cool kids were listening to that, but I was. Um, I was. I must have started probably when I was 10, 11, 12, started listening to that stuff. And um, ever since then, and, and playing um, drums in church, I used to play drums in a Pentecostal church, and I was around really, really stellar musicians for a long time. I eventually got into songwriting um, just when I touched about 20 years old. So I started a little late, I think, but I've been around music from a long time, you know? 
I guess my first real performance was in Newfoundland at a friend's wedding in my early 20s. Um, yeah, I went down for his wedding and his wife knew that I had just started playing guitar and I was writing music. And she said, you know what, do a song for my wedding. And I'm like, oh, I, you know, I don't actually have anything written yet. And she's like, don't worry about it. Play it tomorrow. And she left. And so I wrote a song that night. Uh, it's called Wedding Bells. And it's on my current album, The Climb. And uh, yeah, so that's how I got started. That was um, in my early 20s. That's interesting you should say that, that you kind of sort of almost fell into it. Now, were you born in Trinidad and then came to Canada when you were very young, or were you born in Canada? No, so I was born in, I was born in Toronto. Born, oh, you're born yeah, in Toronto. Born and but raised, your family was... My from, family's from Jamaica, yeah. Oh, from Jamaica, From right? Jamaica. That's pro is that offensive to say to people from Jamaica that you were born in Trinidad or not? Mm, probably more offensive to Trinidadians if you say they're from Jamaica. <laughs> I think Jamaica's a little cool about it, but okay. it's the Caribbean, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so you must have had, I mean, you know, reggae and mm -hmm. um, a lot of calypso type music was probably quite common in your house. Yes, yes, yeah. Growing up, just hearing that, feeling that, you know, um, that is, it's like it, it feels like it's in the blood, you know. Now, I don't, I don't necessarily play traditional like reggae or anything like that, but I feel like you can maybe hear the swing of it in my music. You know, it always seems to bleed through. So, yeah. And what about the bossa nova that's in there? Oh gosh, I mean, how did that happen? Was that just because you started listening to Jazz FM and then you saw yeah, like, oh, a way to sing? Yeah, I can't I can't remember the actual play the actual time when the seed was planted into my mind, but uh but um yeah, I eventually discovered Bossa Nova. I eventually discovered, you know, Joe Gilberto and 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 like, you know, I feel like one of the first songs I heard was probably like Girl from Ipanema or something like that. And um the rhythm, the the feel, the vibe, um, the color of this like, you know, I, I I tend to see colors um, when I'm listening to music and just the, the colors of Bossa Nova. It's my favorite genre by far. And um, I didn't understand what they were saying, but I understood what they were saying, you know? And, uh, and so, yeah, that started really early. I, I, I got introduced that in my teens and I, I just enjoyed listening to that kind of music, you know? Um, didn't know I was going to start playing it. You know, I was listening to this music. I didn't know I was going to start actually performing and writing and doing music later on in my life. But yeah, I really liked it. So when you wrote Wedding Bells, was mm -hmm. was that the first song? I mean, that's the first complete song. You must have been song. under a lot of pressure. I was, <laughs> I was so nervous. I remember that so it was so, but it was just the perfect like kick in the pants, you know, that I needed, you know, to just kind of get out there because I had been playing guitar, learning chords, and like, and and I was trying to write some stuff here or there, but I hadn't actually written anything. So that was my first like complete song. And yeah, it was, I had one night to do it. And um, a lot of people, it's their favorite song of mine. I wrote it in one night, you know, uh, it's very simple. And, uh, you know, there's some whistling in it and stuff. And I did it at the wedding and it was really cool. So, But you played a new song for us today. I always get excited when people come in the studio. Mm -hmm. First thing I want to play is, oh, I don't want to play anything off the album. Yeah, I'm going to play something new. <laughs> yeah. And that's Changes. Tell us a little bit about this song. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that song's a little rough. I, you know, it, my manager's probably going to kill me when he hears I did, <laughs> I did that song. But uh, um, I just wanted to play it. Um, uh, changes. Uh, so I have a new album coming out. Um, uh, I'll be releasing it in parts. And the first part will happen probably this fall, as long as everything goes together. And um, I wrote most of these songs in Italy. I had gone to Italy, um, had gone through some really rough times emotionally, bad breakup, just kind of in the, you know, in the slums, and so to speak. Uh, I was thinking one day in a park that, you know, changes happen. And it's inevitable as a part of life, you know, and 
you're in love, then you're not in love, and you know, and you're this and you're that, and then it's just like seasons. It comes, it goes, it comes back. You know, I can't remember who it was, but somebody close to me, um, you know, had lost somebody. You know, someone had died, and then, but then someone else is having a baby. You know, and it's just like you know, so it's just death and change. It's all, it's all, all together. And going through those periods of time when you're trying to, you know, sort a whole bunch of things out, trying yeah. to understand, you know, why didn't that work? Right. What is the future going to be? Right. Bring? Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's really tough, you know, when you're when you lose anything, you know, a relationship, a loved one, right? You know, the job you wanted, whatever. Um, anytime we lose, it feels so. It feels so, you know, just period, done, definite, but it's not. And it's just change. So that song will be on the, the, new, the album. new album yeah. that's going to come out in parts. Like, yes. I like it when people release albums in parts yes. because, well, this is 2018. And yeah. Yeah. as much as I think it would be great to, to beaver away and, you know, get 14 or 12 songs together, right. enough to fit on an LP and we're in 1969 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, that's not the way people listen anymore. No, nah, no, that's not. It doesn't really work anymore. Um, you know, I, I feel like my, my team wants me to just put it all together in one project, but um, I'm leaning towards putting it in parts because, yeah, because then it's like, you know, if you put it all together at one time, people might listen through a few of them, but then it's no longer new and they're on to the new thing. So if, if you release it in parts, um, um, might, might get their interest a little more, you know? Does that mean you might be working in different studios with different producers or does it just mean that you're going to still work with the same people? Yeah. It's just going to be record a few songs yeah. and then decide how to let them go. Yeah. still going to work with the same people. So right now I'm working with two, two, two producers and, um, we're both phenomenal and, uh, yeah, so we're going to do, we're going to, even though it's in probably, it'll probably be three projects. Um, cause I've written so many songs. I wrote like near to 40 songs. In my time in Italy, I was only there for six weeks, wrote like 40 songs and, you know, not a lot of them were good. So I got rid of a lot of them and I still had like well over 20, 20 tunes that I really wanted to share with people, you know? Yeah, time. it's similar to what Julian Taylor did, you know? Julian? Yeah, I know. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, because he released Desert Star, I think, in four parts. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, I really quite liked. I kind of liked that idea of yeah. just, you know, introducing a little bit of music and then a little bit more, especially again. Yeah. That tends to be, you know, people like this tapas yeah yeah than a big meal right and that's how i eat too right so i rather just kind of graze a bit and (laughs) so yeah i think that's just the new wave that's cool tell us about the climb and then we'll get you to play another song from it okay yeah so the climb is um uh so it's a part of a a, i guess another series of projects um um my first out my first studio album is called apple in the tree and um it's a story um I, i met this really young um, nice lady in Mexico. I used to live in Mexico. I did some um, missionary work working with uh, drug addicts in the streets. Um, and I was there for about nine months. Met this beautiful, glorious woman. Her name is Veronica. And uh, um, she uh, she one day told me in Spanish that uh, it sounded really cool in Spanish. In English, it's not the same. But she said that she's an apple in the tree. And in the tree, there are many apples. And there's even some on the ground. But she's at the top of the apple, uh, top of the tree. And um, if I'd like to be with her, I'd have to climb. And I thought that was very interesting. So the first album I put out was called Cherche, which means the search. And um, uh, this one is called The Climb. Um, and, a, and the kind of the process of, of what it takes to, to make a relationship work, um, seeing the value of your partner and seeing your own value, your, you know, your, your, your own self-worth and, and working on yourself and working on that and going up, you know, so, and how that's difficult. So that's what this album's about, The Climb, just uh, 
just working on myself really there's a lot of songs about myself and my own headspace right but also like honoring um my partner or potential partner and and you know rising up to the challenge of of, of that oh, very cool mm. So you have your guitar with you. Yeah. Uh, why don't we get you to play another song live for us? What are you going to play? I'll play Oceans for you. Okay. And that's from The Climb. That is from The yeah, Climb. Tell us about this song. Yeah. So this song specifically is about, um, I was in a rough place. This was just shortly after, um, you know, bad breakup and that sort of thing. And just feeling in the dumps, you know, and I was on a beach. It's kind of hard to feel in the dumps when you're on like a really nice beach, right? You eventually forget about it. And I was looking out into the ocean. I was like, geez, man, it's so big. And there's so much possibilities. And there's all this stuff under the sea. Because, uh, you know, I, I do some snorkeling and stuff like that. And you don't see that at first when you just look at it. But under the sea, there's a whole other world. And I just started to think, man, life is like an ocean, you know? And and there's so many possibilities, so many so many different ways you can go, so many, so many different, um, you know, end results can happen, you know? Um, so I just wrote this song about that, about how there's possibilities in the sea and... And there's there's options for you. It's not the end. Even when you feel really down. Yeah. This is Dwayne Forrest with Oceans live in the studio for Folk Roots Radio. And I'm Jan Hall. One, two, three, four. Life's like an ocean, it's wide and it's open. Possibilities floating around in the sea that beneath. Of every day, sometimes they bring you pain, sometimes they bring you something really sweet. If you chill, it takes away all your guilt, all your shame. Mysteries hidden on the trees, take a seat right about what you see, maybe photography. Use a paintbrush, relive the scene, take pictures of the birds and bees, and follow them to the Sand in between Your pretty toes Feel the heat Feel the cold of the sea Feel the colors of blues The greens If you chill they'll take away All of your shame Possibilities Floating in the sea Possibilities Floating in the sea Down by the beach uh, Down by the beach Down by the beach Lose control Lose control don't you never know what's waiting for you below, mm, below, down by the beach. If you chill, it takes away all your guilt, all your shame, down by the beach, down by the beach. That's Dwayne Forrest with Oceans. It's a song from his current album. It's entitled The Climb. He's working on a new album. You actually already heard a song that will probably be on the new album. 
It's great to have you join us. I I want to dig in a little bit into the bio and, and talk about this Genesis project because I love what you wrote when you, you sent some information to me and you said, my passions are music, travel, language. I think you speak several languages, yeah, but predominantly love. And I think love drives you to get involved in trying to make a difference. And this Genesis project definitely does that. So I'm going to let you tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Genesis. So I... I had moved down to Honduras um, several years ago, almost eight years ago now, to help out a program there called Urban Promise. They do um, after-school sort of big brother, big sister programs and, and help young people with their homework and, and sort of like, you know, emotional development, et cetera. And I went down to help them run a summer camp because I spoke Spanish because I used to live in Mexico, right, several years ago. And I went down just to help for the summer. I thought it would be a cool thing to do for the summer. And I tried to return back to my regular life in Toronto, and I couldn't. Uh, it was. I, I just kept thinking about this beautiful town called Copan. Um, it's where the Mayan ruins are um, in Honduras, and I just couldn't get it out of my mind. So I eventually just packed up and went back down there uh, to help out Urban Promise. And while I was down there, I started getting to know the community and noticed that almost nobody that I'd spoken to, no matter what their age was, had tried a musical instrument other than like you know like the recorder. Remember the recorders they used to give us. Um, they have those down there. Other than that, they'd like never played a guitar, never learned like a different form of dance, definitely not drama, um, nothing to do with paint, acrylic paint, you know, oil paint. They just never experienced any of these things. And for me, uh, those things, um, I feel like those things saved me. I, I, I grew up in a, a rough neighborhood in Scarborough and a lot of my friends, you know, have gone to jail. Um, I've known people that have died, you know, it was like a rough neighborhood. And, you know, I remember when I was young, um, some of, the, some of my buddies would come around and like knock the door and be like, hey, Dwayne, let's go out and like, dude, let's do this bad thing. I'm like, I can't, man, I'm painting. Like you can't paint. <laughs> or like, you know, I was like, you know, listening to Jazz FM or, you know, or working on drum patterns. Like, it's just like, you know, once I feel like that, that sort of a, a, um, ex exposure to the arts and that education in the arts uh, seems to touch the soul in a different way and, and just open you up and give you hope and give you creativity is such a powerful tool, you know? And so for me, it was such an important thing. And um, so when I saw that in Copan, I said, man, I think this would be a really good gift. You know, if I if even if I could just do it to a couple, you know, just present these classes to a couple of young people. Right. It just expose them to the arts and, and plant the seed. So I started that way. And that was about seven years ago now, I'd say. And I didn't have much. I had no money um, to start a program. I had my guitar. And I had some CDs. So that's actually started my 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 real music career because I had to start touring and playing shows to make the money to run the program because I had the money so I had so I had CDs and I just started trying to book shows around Central America and eventually caught fire and I ended up touring like three three times right through all the countries of Central America I would just tell people at shows like hey I'm starting this project and I I'm trying to get on this trip I'm trying to get five guitars and you know I need two pianos and people would bring, people actually brought like a keyboard to like my show and like gave it to me as a donation, you know, and I'd bring it back to Copan. So once I had all the stuff together, um, I went to the local uh, school and I told them, hey, I, you know, I rented, I rented this really cool building um, on a hill, beautiful, picturesque. And I said, hey, I'm going to be running classes here after school, you know, from this time to this time. If you want to sign up, come over here. And I had a full house. I had more kids than I could handle. 
It, it, the first semester was awesome. And there were so many young people that had to get help. So I wrote online. I'm like, hey, does anyone want to come down to Honduras and help me teach people free? I can't give you anything but a you know roof over your head. People, I had tons of response, you know, and, and people came down and joined the project. And so, yeah, that was years ago. And now um, the project's expanded. So um, we have classes in Copan. We have classes in um, Choloma, which is near to San Pedro Sula. Um, Choloma and San Pedro Sula are some of the most dangerous places in the world. And um, a lot of lot of gang violence, very unsafe, right? And I think a powerful place to have arts education, you know? And so that's been going really well. And then now we've just recently expanded into Guatemala. Uh, we're in a beautiful place called um, Lake Atitlan. I feel like it should be like a one of the wonders of the world is beautiful. It's like a crater lake surrounded by multiple um, volcanoes and, and little towns around the lake. And so we're in a place called Panahachel and uh, we're teaching classes there, some music classes. And so in total, we teach about over 300 young people and yeah, it's been great. It's been awesome. I love the, the, the idea that, you know, this is designed. I mean, you're basically exposing them to all these different types of art mm -hmm. with the goal of trying to hopefully get them to flower and explore their own creativity. Yes. Which is, it, you know, it just makes this project uh, such a wonderful thing. Mm. If people want to learn more about that project, how can they do that? I have a website, www.genesisartschool.com. You can also just find me. I'm Dwayne Forrest. Um, if you Google me, you'll see me online. I'm friendly. I won't bite. Um, just give me a call. Contact me. Email me. I'd love to tell you more about it. And then you have your own website as well, right? What's yeah. That? Yeah, so my website for my music is duanesguitar.com, spelled D-U-A-N-E-S, guitar.com. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Well, let's get back to the music just now. Tell us a little bit about when you play live. Are you mainly a solo performer, or do you play with other people? Yeah, I have a band as well. Yeah, um, so it's about half and half, I'd say. Um, I play in Toronto, a few different locations, uh, Shangri-La Hotel, Royal York Hotel. I play in Yorkville, and, um, and I do certain shows... Um, you know, just like kind of one-off shows in Toronto, but I do a lot of touring. The tours, I, I do a lot of playing in Europe um, and, like I said, in Central America. Usually when I'm gone away, I'm, I'm usually solo. I'm not famous enough yet to, to bring my band yet, but I, ho I hope one day. Um, and yeah, yeah, so that's what I do. I do that most most weeks that I'm playing. Does the band have your name or does it have its own Just name? my name. So when I'm a band, it's just Dwayne Forrest Trio. Okay. Yeah. yeah well, that's great. It's been great to have you join us today. We only have one thing left to do, and... That's to encourage you to play another song first. What are you going to play? Uh, I'm going to play Midsummer Night's Dream. Okay, tell us about this song. Yeah, uh, I love Shakespeare. Um, I, I love Stratford. Actually, this song concept came when I was visiting Stratford, Ontario. And uh, I was just thinking about, um, I was thinking about my trip in Stratford in the summer while it was miserably cold in winter in Toronto, right? So I was thinking, man, I'm having a dream of a, a midsummer night, you know? And so I just imagined, uh, you know, a date with somebody that I'm, I love, right? Even though it was winter, like, but like being with this person made it feel like it was summer. I think I saw a video. Yeah, that, yeah. That had that, that was this, you could see that it was a wintry. Yes. But the song's all about summer. That's right, yeah. And it was terribly cold that day when we, we filmed. It was like the one of the coldest days that year, I think. So, yeah. That's great. It's been great to have you join us in the studio. This is Dwayne Forrest with Midsummer Night's Dream, live for Folk Roots Radio. And I'm John Hall. And thanks again. Thank you.
fall, but the beauty's told through your thought, babe. From your pretty face to your toes, only our God knows how long I long to hold you. Now that I've got you, I won't let go of your tan skin. It's so romantic when you take your time speaking my love language. Hit a college street, everybody loves ice cream Down and late to Italy, are you into me? Oh, I'm into you, into the garden you How about dinner for two, though it's real hard to eat With you across from me, oh your smile so sweet Oh your smile's my treat Midsummer nights, dreams are so nice. Walking by a stream underneath the light. Midsummer nights, dreams are so nice. Walking by a stream underneath the light. Let's go tell your parents we are talking marriage. You just dress like Snow White. Carriage, carry you away, get the preacher in his place. Then we say all I do is then I kiss your face. Race to my base, a basement apartment, or we get it started. Midsummer nights, dream summer so nice. Walking by a stream underneath the lights Midsummer nights, dreams summer so nice Walking by a stream underneath the, underneath the Midsummer nights, dreams summer so nice Walking by a stream underneath the, underneath the Midsummer nights, dreams summer so nice Walking by a stream underneath the light